Never feel guilty when you can look back over your life and you can say, wow, I remember when I wouldn't even talk to people. I wouldn't even come out my house because I was ashamed of who I was because I was ashamed of what happened to me. I was, I, I didn't want to tell my testimony, but now you see that you can stand up in church and you can say, God, God saved me. God healed me. I used to be doing all of these little crazy things, promiscuous things because I was tampered with when I was a child. But today I'm free. I, I realize that my body is the temple of the living God and I want to serve him with all my heart. When you can stand up and you can honestly tell a testimony like that, you've been set free, baby. You've been set free. And don't be ashamed or don't let nobody hold you back or make you feel bad about you being able to proclaim that God has set you free. People will try to shut you up. People will try, don't you say that. Don't you, you don't want, you don't want that to get out. People are gonna, no, 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 that's the enemy. You know what, you know what abusers do? Uh, those molesters and those people, pedophiles that hurt young children at first, they put fear into them. You better not say nothing. Cause if you say something, I'm gonna kill your mama. If you say something, I'm gonna kill you. You better shut your mouth. You better not say nothing. They try to instill fear. They manipulate. They, or either they try to make you feel like you crazy. Ain't nobody do nothing to you. You always start in trouble. You always saying something like, you need to go somewhere and be quiet. That, that's your problem. You talk too much. See, these are manipulate, manipulating, controlling demons that influence these persons to keep a hold on you, to keep you down. And before you know it, you 12, you 22, you 32, and you still are under the control of what that individual did, how they tried to manipulate and control you. No, you do not have to be in bondage to that. No, you don't. Whom the Savior sets free, they are free indeed. Okay, I gave you all the scriptures. Let me give you all some information for you to take back. Remember what you learn. You're supposed to share with somebody else because that's what it's all about. Helping somebody along the way. Amen. So I'm going to tell you something about, um, I'm going to talk about, we talked about um, the brain. Once again, please go back. I'm going to pin in um, on the top of this broadcast. Once I'm done, I'm going to give you the link to sign up to get the previous lessons on being healed and delivered from adverse childhood experiences so that you can go back and you can review the study for yourself. But um, we talked um, last uh, week about the brain and how it's arranged. Make sure you go over that because that's going to build upon this lesson. When I talk about attachment building blocks, these building blocks, once again, helps us to um, develop ourselves. And if we are damaged in, in our uh, youthful life, as we become older, once again, this will cause for these different building blocks to somewhat not be um, fortified in the way that they should. So let's talk about what those building blocks are. Your intellectual potential, um, your identity formation, your concentration, your ability to handle stress, relationship skills, socialization, basic trust, casual thinking, ability to delay gratification, conscious development. All of these blocks, they help us to become a well-rounded individual. 
But once again, there can be things that can occur, trauma that can occur that will cause for these things to go out of sync. Intellectual potential. If a child is uh, uh, verbally abused and told that you're stupid, you're dumb, why are you even here? That will cause for their intellect to, to for them to feel because what they've been hearing all the time while they were growing up is that they do not have the ability to be intelligent. And that is very hard to break because the intellectual potential is what helps us once again to bring and bring everything together, mind, body, soul, and spirit. See, remember the mind. We talked about where the area of our brain, our intellect, we talked about that. We have to pray that God renews our mind daily because when we sit, when we sit in a place and we realize, uh, what's the point in me studying? I can't study. My mama called me stupid, so I can't study. Oh, I can't go, uh, sign up for that program. I would love to learn about engineering, but I can't sign up for that because I was told I was stupid. Oh, I can't achieve that. See, you got to renew your mind and you got to say to yourself, mm -mm, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm able through Christ. I'm able. Okay. Your identity formation. Unfortunately, I know that this is a, a topic and sometimes people don't want to talk about it, but a lot of people do have problems with their identity. And the, the root of the problem, sometimes it's based on once again, how parents guided their, their child, how parents spoke to them, how parents, you know, maybe lacked doing research or trying to put um, the right attention on helping that child to see themselves. And it causes for them to have um, different types of identity crisis where and they don't see themselves as a human being, where they don't like the way they uh, they look. They don't like, you know, their physicality and all of those things. Once again, when the root of it, you have to we, we have to look at what happened to me, what's going on. Our concentration. Um, a lot of us cannot, as as adults, it's hard for a lot of us to focus, especially when something traumatic has happened to us, because we're thinking about that. It's constantly playing in our thought processes, and it's hard to not think about it. And so, if I given a task to complete, I can't concentrate to get that done the way I need I need to. Because all of these things are going on in my head of what happened to me. Okay. Handling stress. A lot of people can't handle stress. They get, you know, very um, anxious. You know, they get um, very excited, very emotional. Uh, they can't sleep, insomnia. And once again, it's all based upon how were you trained as a child on how to deal with things. Some children, just imagine it. Some children um, and, and some of you listening may have experienced this ex just constantly like dealing with stress, parents fighting in the home, gunshots, um, somebody dying because of of a criminal activity, being around uh, uh, drug related issues and depression, a parent who may be depressed. All of these things, they play on you because especially if it's from one incident, there's no break in between. There was one young uh, man, he was on a documentary and he, he poor, uh, poor thing, but thanks yeah, to God. He's a, he's a minister of the gospel. Now he's a, a counselor and he um, basically shared his story of how um, he was raised by a mother who just 
I mean, every day he said it was some form of abuse every day, just about hour to hour. It was no break. He said there was one break when his aunt, a relative came and the family went on a family vacation to Florida. And he said they spent about, I think, two weeks. And he said that was the only time in his childhood that he could remember not being abused or hurt. And I mean, his story was so drastic, but today he helps young people and he goes through letting people know that you do not have to feel as if there is no hope for you. Yes, there is hope. So, um, you know, once again, handling stress is based upon how you were trained to deal with situations. And once again, if you are were a person that kept hitting stressful situations back to back, it's that's something that you have to look into so that you can once again recognize it and seek for guidance on how to deal with that so that you will have the ability to deal with stress without feeling as if all is at loss. Relationship skills. Oh, that that's just it speaks for itself. A lot of people they have they want to be in relationships, they want to love, they want to have that. But if they didn't experience that growing up, if they saw adverse things that happen that speaks uh, in a derogatory manner when it comes to relationship, some people don't want to be involved because they're like, yeah, how many kids say, I don't want to get married because my parents were divorced. We have a lot of people that say that because that was traumatic. You know, sometimes parents may think, oh, get over this. No, you got to talk a child through that. When you are a person who had, you have children and if you went through a divorce, you have to make sure that you are checking in on your children. You can't just assume, oh, I'm with somebody else and that's it. No, you're still responsible for that life that you brought into the earth. And you got to talk things out. You got to listen to how they feel. If they need, once again, guidance, counseling, you got to bring them to, a, to, to, to that place. And you, you have to recognize your part, your portion in that because there is somebody else that you're responsible for in regard to them being whole, being a, a, a well-rounded individual as they reach and approach adulthood. So yes, divorce is traumatic, but you have to have those conversations. You got to keep talking. Well, why did you leave my mom? I, I, why can't be, they'll, they may say that forever, but the thing is you got to have an ear. You have to listen. You have to be honest. It didn't work out with me and mom. Your mom is a loving person. I think she's a great person, but we just didn't work out. Be honest about it because that's the thing. You know, children want to you, telling lies and covering things up because it eventually becomes revealed. And when you're not truthful with children, as they become adults and when they start finding out the truth, they start having animosity towards you because they don't understand. Why didn't you just tell me the truth? Be truthful. Be honest. They may not like it. But the thing is, while they are growing with you, they know the truth. And so as they become adults and as they experience the world, they'll understand. Oh, OK, I understand. Mommy and daddy didn't want to be together because they didn't want me to see them fussing and arguing. You see, so you got to eventually they'll get it. But if you're always lying and covering stuff up or if you're always blaming the other person, that child is going to start having some form of animosity. They don't want to hear that. They just want to hear the truth. If you cheated, I cheated. Be honest. I cheated on your mom. Your mom, I broke her heart and I'm sorry. And, and, and she thought the best 
for her was for us to get a divorce. Be honest. I know church folks don't like talking about divorce, but it's really happened. You all, God said that he doesn't like, he said he doesn't like it, but it happens. Okay. God doesn't like it, but just like anything else, God will help you to get through that too. Because you have people, it's a sin for you to beat, beat somebody up, bust them upside their heads, give them black eyes, and then have children look at that and you say, oh, this is okay. We're going to stay married. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay because you're damaging someone else. Now, if that was your story and that was your situation, once again, you can always, if you're still here, and you have the ability to talk and be truthful about things, have those conversations. Difficult conversations bring healing. People going to get mad. It's, it's stages. People might hear something and it may make them upset. They may get angry. You can't control how people feel. If they get angry, they get angry. But when you give them time to think through and when you give them time to analyze what happened, the Holy Spirit, I'm talking especially those of us who are prayerful, the Holy Spirit will speak and the Holy Spirit will move. And once again, he will make things beautiful in his time. All of those damaging things, he will make it uh, ashes for beauty. He will transform it. But lying, covering up stories, not being truthful, it creates more damage. Okay. Oh, uh, so relationship skills. We talked socialization. Some people don't want to be around other people because they have basic trust issues. You know, you, you have a child that was, you know, told that, oh, a parent, you know, maybe, you know, single family, whatever the situation is, the other parent says, I'm going to come pick you up at two o'clock. We're going to go to the zoo. Child sitting out on the stoop waiting, never shows up. It doesn't happen one time. It happens two, three, four, five times. Child grows up. By the time they're 18 years old, they just like forget it. They're not coming. So when it comes to other things and when it comes to um, working with teams or organization, this is something that I experience, experience. Some people have just basic trust issues because something happened where and they feel like somebody said something to them or somebody promised and it didn't follow through. So everybody's going to treat me that, that way. So let me build up a wall. And we don't know how to adjust ourselves to deal with a person at face value until, you know, you look at an individual. I'm going to look at who you are. But when you show me something that's different from what you presented to me, then I, I can make my choice to say, okay, I need to, I need to um, sever myself from this, you know, relationship or, you know, maybe we're not, we can be associates, but I can't put you in the category of a friend. But some of us right from the back, we just put everybody behind a wall. We block. From, from because we have issues because in our childhood something occurred that causes us not to trust and when I say that I'm, I'm talking about basic trust like just certain things like you know especially when it comes to work you know um I, I work with people and you say oh um somebody uh said somebody um took my paper you took my paper and they just automatically go into assumptions you took my paper you, you took it out of the, uh, uh, the copy machine or whatever this and other. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? And because that person, they just automatically are, they go back to having to deal with trust issues with people who have disappointed them. So they start making assumptions and assuming that, okay, you did it. And they start, and sometimes, you know, if you're caught in that situation, you're like, what is wrong with this individual? You have to understand. That something, something happened. Something happened along the way 
And that's why as believers, uh, we have to be very patient. Long suffering with one another is so important for those of us who have, we have come to a place. We have not arrived until we meet our maker. But for those of us who have come to a place to understanding, healing and being made whole, we have to be patient with others. And we got to, re- we got to allow for the spirit, the discern, the spirit to give us discernment that when someone has some issues, we don't look at them and just kind of like, you know, but we say, okay, this is what's going on so that you remain calm and so that you stay in a place wherein you are whole. All right. Socialization, talk about basic truck, casual, uh, uh, casual thinking. Once again, that's with the concentration that's in conjunction, conjunction with that. Um, ability to delay gratification. Um, sometimes people are overexcited. Conscious development. Some people, they are not mature in their conscious development. Some people lack morals because they were not presented uh, morals as they were growing up. It was more like a free for all. Some households did not have any type of guidelines or boundaries because sometimes you have um, parents that sometimes relate to their children in a way that they shouldn't. And it causes for lines to be blurred. And once again, that conscious development, that's where the morals are developed, has been destroyed and it has not been created so that this building block, as that person becomes older and develops as time goes by, it has not been created or developed. So these are some of the um, building blocks that, you know, you just need to focus on. And you can ask yourself in what area do I, I need to work on or what area do I have? You know, I feel like, you know, some of my building blocks where I am in life right now, the mortar is not, they are connecting so that I can be whole. You got to think about those things. Go to God in prayer. If you need help, if you need therapy, if you need uh, counseling, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you as to where you should go and who you should seek to give you that guidance and help that you need. All of this, once again, I am a deliverance minister and I know um, through t- tradition, it's a lot of nothing's wrong with this laying hands and come out in the name of Jesus, da, 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 you know, this and the other. But the Lord has shown me how to speak on deliverance, how to bring people to a place of being made whole, wherein I do not strain myself, but I remain centered and I remain in well capacity so that I'm able to operate and share what the Lord gives me to help others. So if this message, if this Bible lesson once again helps you, please let me know. I would love to hear from you if you would like to inbox me. If you would like to email me, my email is D like Donut and like Nancy, I-C-H-O-L 725 at gmail.com. Come on, let's talk. Let's talk. And if uh, I have resources, I do know some godly counselors who are fortified in the word of God and they are also ministers, but they are also professional certified counselors and therapists. If you would like information, if you would like to know how to get in contact with them, please let me know. But my prayer is that God will show you what you need to do to get your building, your, your, who you are, your building blocks solidified, rooted on the firm foundation. Jesus told Peter upon this rock, I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You are 
what God is calling you to be. He's fortifying you. That's why you tuned in on tonight. And I pray that the blessing of the Lord will continue to make you rich, adding no sorrow to it. I do hope that you join me next time as we continue the series on healing and deliverance from adverse childhood experiences. God bless you. Enjoy your night.